0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number 1, Part 2. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Jeff Gamut, Brett Terpstra, and Andrew Orr have joined me in the first edition of the Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide for 2022. This is the second part of that gift guide. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking.
1: No, I, I can tie this, this in as a spillover. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So my next pick is actually a book. And, uh, and it's Atomic Habits by James Clear. Atomic oh. is power. Um so okay, so atomic habits is uh is uh <laughs> hey, work with me here. It's a little <laughs> bit of a walk, but I'm with you <laughs> all right see i I put in the effort, and that's what really counts <laughs> yeah uh, uh anyhow, so atomic power. It's a it's a great book for people that uh, that are trying to to change uh different habits in their life and uh and to to get uh I suppose more focused on the things that, that matter to them. Um I see this as a really great book for um say you've decided you're going to start your own business. And you want, um, a resource that can help you make sure that you're, you have the right habits and so that when, uh, when you're creating whatever your business is going to be, you're not setting yourself up so that you have these unintentional walls that you have to get over. Um, and, you know, and, and if you know someone that, that would totally be receptive to this because you don't want it to come across like, uh, like a passive aggressive gift um it's just a a, it's a it's a really good book it's only a couple years old so it's not like um you're seeing concepts and ideas that that are outdated uh, which is nice and uh on kindle it's 9.99 um hardcover for those people that really like like uh the dead tree style or they they really like having physical markup and and post-it notes and whatever, 1198 on Amazon.
0: That is a great book, Jeff. That's a really good pick. If you're into personal productivity or improvement at all, yeah, that's, that's one Mm -hmm. of those that probably is in the top 10. So at least for me, so Mm -hmm. nicely done.
2: I've never read a productivity book. I'm curious. No, that's not true. I read "Getting Things Done" by David Allen. I almost read it. I read most of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you read enough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I read enough. You, the,
1: the the whole GTD um, uh, mindset. Well, I appreciate it. It didn't work for me. Well, and yeah, uh,
2: none of those n- nothing nothing works for everybody, and. And yeah, okay. I won't go up on a diatribe. That's a whole, that's another show. We'll talk about productivity gurus and what that means and, and who that's for. And, uh, Chuck, I'll work with you on
0: schedule, scheduling that in the future. Hey, I, I, that would be a great show, Brett, um, regardless of whose show we do it on, because yeah, I think we all, we all probably have our favorites, um, because they, they speak to us for whatever reason. So I like it, but that's one I can, I can endorse Jeff's pick anyway. And I can nice. also in- endorse his, you know, the GTD thing was was good, but after a while it feel, felt like it got a little burdensome and Atomic Habits I, didn't. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I took I took a
2: couple of principles from GTD and they shaped the way that I created my own personal like kind of project and time management and ADHD management system. I could not stick with the whole plan Uh, But there are a couple facets of it that definitely I took with me and I continue to use to this day, but I would never say, if if anyone asked, no, I don't follow GTD, Um, but it did shape my own personal kind of productivity system. So yeah, I'm always curious. That's cool. cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah. We'll get Mike Schmitz on. And then after we describe what we do, he'll start to, he'll start to cry (laughs) because, (laughs) <laughs> we will have bastardized things so so much that he won't even won't even recognize he does, them. He does I love systems. I think he would appreciate the fact
1: that we have all created systems that work for us. I, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: How could you not appreciate that? That's just right. that's life. Life is me- life is messy. Life is dirty. All okay. right. Should I do a pick?
0: <laughs> After that, I'm afraid of what you might pick, Brett. But sure, go ahead. No, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm going excited. Back, I'm, I'm going back to power. Um uh. So okay, if you have a nerd in your life, you have heard them complain that power strips—you know your your average like uh, uh, power, your surge protectors, your your power splitters—all of these things—they always have the outlets in different configurations to try to accommodate every possible size of wall wart and adapter that you're going to want to plug into it, but they never, you, you can never use every outlet on the thing because something's always going to be too fat and it's going to cover up two outlets no matter how they're positioned. What I found was this one, it's a rack mount power, uh, conditioner and surge protector. Uh, it's called the pile 19 and it is, Uh, it gives you a total of 19 outlets and on the back 16 of them are on three inch extension cords with a three prong plug on them. You can plug 16. I don't care what size your adapters and your wall warts are. You can, you can plug all 16 of them in and then there's three wide spaced, um, outlets on the front that you can plug more temporary things into if you if you have this on your desk. Um, And then there's also one USB charging port, which, you know, we all have USB charging ports, whatever. Uh, But it's got one big power switch, it's got uh, power conditioning, and uh, it does function as a surge protector, if anything draws too much input, uh, 15 amp circuit breaker prevents circuit overload. And it's it's a nerd's delight it's not the most beautiful thing in the world it's rack mount it's designed to work in uh you know a networking rack or you know audio device rack whatever you got going on but i have it mounted uh, it's not mounted i have it sitting on my desk in between my two 32 inch displays and all of my stuff plugged into the back of it with the cables hidden It actually looks pretty good on the desktop and it solves that problem of never being able to fit everything
0: into one surge protector. That's just so fracking cool. That is. And that's not a, for 19 outlets, Mm -hmm. uh, that's not a bad price at all.
2: 70 bucks? No, not at all.
0: And you say it's a power conditioner as well. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It may have just cost me some money.
2: 70 bucks, you'll live. All that stuff all that stuff you got all that stuff you got plugged in behind you, it'll take care of it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Honestly, that's kind of what I'm thinking, (laughs) (laughs) Brett.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm looking at the images and it has feet on it. So they know people are going to set these on desks and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just really cool. Now don't mess up your desk, Brad. No,
2: it does it does have feet on it. He's not wrong. Mm
0: okay there you go rack mountable with feet even nice andrew what do you have for round three
3: all right so i actually have a a book recommendation as well um, well done <laughs> <laughs> this is a book i i read recently although i think it's been out for a few years now And it's by Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is a pretty well-known scientist, I think. Um, And it's called Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. I think it's a really easy-to-understand book that, you know, he talks about, um, you know, the universe, stuff like black holes, quantum mechanics, uh, possible life on other planets. But as the title suggests, for people in a hurry, it's just this really easily digestible accessible book that um, I think is a good read for people who are interested in science and didn't, it is uh, let's see. Oh, I guess I didn't write down the price, <laughs> but I think it's also like $10. Do,
2: didn't he also do a briefer history of time or was that someone else? Uh, history uh, of time with Stephen Hawking. No, yep. he did. Someone did a briefer history of time. <gasps> Oh, mm. and I was thinking it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I might be misremembering. I'm not someone sure with a quieter someone with a quieter keyboard. Can Google check me on that real quick?
1: <laughs> yeah, I tried to type uh, really quietly. Um, a brief history of time is Stephen Hawking. Oh, come on, Google, show me what I really wanted. A brief, er, come on, er. <laughs> this is good radio right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best. Oh, guess what? Stephen Hawking wrote a uh, a briefer history of time. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> all
2: right,
0: all right. <laughs> there, there, we go. We have two, one plug for uh, for Neil deGrasse Tyson and two plugs for Stephen Hawking. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, um, okay, so for round three, I'm going to uh, I'm going to do something for the traveler. Um who is not like us, who doesn't travel with like hundreds of devices and have, you know, all these power needs. Um, this is, uh, Oh shoot. I I clicked away from it because I want to make sure I get the name right. Um, this is the PowerVolt travel 20. Okay. Um, this will, obviously it's a wall plug. So flip down that and you've got a charger for your iPhone. But if you flip this, flip that back and flip this part out, it's, a, a power plug for your car that you can then plug into and charge your phone while you're driving. Nice. Um, so this is like two little devices in one. I love the fact that it, it folds down into something that isn't, doesn't catch anything or doesn't stick. It weighs all but nothing. Um, and so I just, I mean, it's great. It is uh 30 bucks. It's from Skosh, So, you know, another brand we all know. and tough. love. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when they send me this when it's like, this is going to have a permanent place in my bag just because I've been I, too often. I've been somewhere and you end up in somebody's car and then somebody's phone dies. And, you know, even if, even if mine is charged with the, my charge, um, you know, this will allow me to can't, say plug this in and stick your phone in and then you're not sucking down my battery. Um, you're just taking the, the charge off the car. So yeah, the, uh, the travel, the power volt travel 20 from Skosh, just, It deserves a place in your bag. Nice. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. If your doctor can recite every line from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but can't remember your name, it's time to get a new doctor with ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that thing checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment, in person or remotely, that works for your schedule. Waiting for an appointment that is days or weeks away is so last decade. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. The next time you need a doctor, get one with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of Mac Voices. That's three rounds, gentlemen. So now if you have multiple things on your list, now you got to figure out which one you're going to bring to the table um, because this is the last round. So, Jeff, are you books, power? What are you doing this time?
1: (laughs) I'm doing um, small technology devices, and I'm also going to pick something that a lot of people will be like, wait, What? I'm picking the Echo Show 5.
2: What? Yes, what? Out,
1: see? <laughs> o- outside the Apple ecosystem completely. What? <laughs> All right, so so here's the deal. A lot of people do live outside of Apple's ecosystem, and a lot of people like me are uh, living in a hybrid world where you're dealing with, with Apple and Amazon's ecosystems uh, kind of totally intertwined. Um, so, if you have someone that's in the the Amazon ecosystem, and they want a nice uh, uh, small smart speaker, this is actually really cool. Um, I I have the five the the five because it's it's smaller and uh, and it sits on my desk nicely, so uh, doesn't take up hardly any space. So I have a larger clock that I can see, like when I'm uh, working. Uh, you know, recording a show or whatever, and I need to know what time it is. um, It, it gives me a a bigger clock, but it also links up with, with other devices. I have like smart cameras and stuff. So I can check in on, uh, on my smart cameras while I'm sitting at my desk. And then if you, you want to have like a voice or video chat with someone else that has, uh, has an echo device, It's just super simple to do. You don't actually have to get someone to install some other piece of software just to be able to do video chat. It just does it right there. Um, I do leave the the little camera lens cover closed. You can see there's a a white square. That's actually where the uh, the, the camera is. And if I open it up there, you can, hey, look, you can see everyone that's so meta. Um, The little white square goes away when it's closed, white squares so you know the camera isn't uh, isn't uh, usable, and uh, you know it sounds nice, um, especially for its size. And uh, I mean, if you really wanted to use it on your nightstand, which is one of the the, the perks that Amazon says you, you get with this, you know, becomes your your uh, clock by your by your nightstand. Uh, it does have a light sensor, so it'll get like really, really dim at night. Mine does not live in my bedroom. It just stays on my, on my desk here all the time. Um, so these are list price at like $85, but Amazon usually has them on sale for substantially less. When when I picked up mine, it was like $35 and, uh, And Amazon does a really great onboarding process when you buy it. Like if you're buying it for yourself, um, you have an option to have it automatically linked to your account. So when it shows up at your, at your door, take it out of the box, plug it in and it's already on your network and it's already configured with your account and your settings. And it just works.
0: Jeff, I have to ask the obvious question Um, at Mm -hmm. that price point. How does it compare with uh, a HomePod Mini from an audio standpoint?
1: I I think the HomePod Mini sounds a little better, but I also think that most people probably won't be able to tell because most people don't know what to listen for. They'll just be surprised that for something this size, it has as good audio quality as as it does. They'll be like, oh, that actually sounds nice. The screen on this thing? Amazon has to be losing money on every sale, especially when they when they have them on a, on uh, the nice discounts, because the screen on this thing is really nice.
2: Okay. Huh? Wonder what they're getting in exchange for that dirt cheap technology. Could it be all your data? <laughs> it it could be um
0: you know could it the different be between
2: intricate details of your personal life i don't know um that said, i'm this is hypocritical of me i i'm sitting next to an echo and i have one in my bedroom and i love that when i whisper to it at night it responds in a whisper that's that's brilliant i love it uh-huh i have my concerns yep. obviously but
1: well i I feel more comfortable with, with the Amazon device than I would with say a Google device because Amazon's purpose levels of evil.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, (laughs) Amazon's level of evil is to keep me buying stuff through Amazon. And they've actually developed a really good ecosystem where I get some value back out of it for keeping me in their, uh, their whole ecosystem. Um, So I I feel like at least I'm getting something for the information that they get. And to be fair, I have to buy so much through Amazon that, I mean, when I went to order windshield wipers and I picked the wrong ones, I got an alert on the screen saying, these don't work on your car.
2: I'm like, (laughs) how'd you know what car I have? And they were right. Wow. That's spooky. That's spooky and amazing.
0: That's uh, (laughs) what Jeff, um, you showed how you can defeat the the camera um does it have a mic uh, cut off do you know
1: it does uh right up here this little button that right. is a uh microphone cut off and what happens when when you uh uh turn off the mic it gives you an audible little bloop sound so you know it happened and then it puts a red bar across the bottom of the screen
0: mm-hmm.
1: so okay. so you have that visual indicator that the uh that the mic has been muted. And then it'll even put a little icon on screen so that uh, you, you see there that uh, that it's been muted. And I do like that you can customize the home screen so you're seeing what you want, which you want to do. Because out of the box, it's it's uh, a commercial player sitting on your desktop. Um, but uh, w- once I turned off all the stuff that I didn't want to see, I have this thing that, uh, that shows me the, the date time. And gives me weather when I need it. And uh and then I just periodically ask it to show me one of the cameras and uh and screen just changes and it does it. I, I hate to say it, but this these echo devices are so much more reliable than my home pods. I mean it's it's more of a hassle to configure for smart home and other automation things, but these things just work. That's that's what you want.
0: That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Good pick. I didn't see that one coming.
1: I had a feeling you didn't see that one coming.
0: (laughs) Brett, what's your last pick of uh, of the evening? I
2: I want to give an honor. With all these book picks, I want to give an honorable mention to the fact that Sandman Volume 3 by Neil Gaiman is now out on Audible. Um, And the Sandman uh, novels that have been published on Audible with with like uh, full cast reads have been just outstanding. And if you followed the Netflix series, uh, the Sandman on Netflix at all, uh, you should you should definitely check out the but that's an that's an honorable mention that's not where I'm going with this. Uh, since we're buying mostly for tech people, you probably have tech people who own network attacks storage devices. Uh, NAS or NAS devices, such as Synology or I don't even know uh, Q- Q- Qnap. Uh, these they're they're devices that take like three and a half inch hard drives and turn them into uh, network devices with tons of storage. And what those people always need is bare hard drives. And uh, right now, on Amazon, speaking speaking of the devil. Um, You can get 16 terabyte Seagate X16 drives for $200, uh, which is a pretty darn good deal. I mean, five years ago, the idea of a 16 terabyte hard drive would have been infinitely more expensive. Uh, These prices have really come down. And most people probably have a, a Synology running a bunch of eight or 12 terabyte drives right now. So surprise them with a 16 terabyte drive. Upgrade their storage and uh, and get them a couple so they have a backup. The problem with these NAS systems is that uh, if the if a drive fails, you have to replace it with a drive of the same size or bigger. So the bigger the drive you run in it, the more expensive it is to repair. Um, so it's good to <laughs> yeah. always I always if I'm gonna upgrade the storage, if I'm gonna buy a bigger drive. I'm always going to buy an extra uh, for when that drive fails. But uh, according to the last the 2022 Backblaze drive failure reports, the the Seagate 14 terabyte drives were among uh, the highest failure rates. But uh, the 16, the eight and 16 terabyte drives uh, scored well, so they are they're a pretty good deal. But check the check the Backblaze. Drive report. If you want to do some research before you buy a hard drive, um, all of these, all of these three and a half inch bare drives are are very affordable right now for what the for the sizes are providing.
0: Mm-hmm. Brett, I love the fact that you you called out the Backblaze report, but also that you didn't just you know say Seagate bad or somebody else bad. It, it's fascinating to go through those that drive statistics and see that one size. Can be Mm. you know have terrible results, but the other size, larger or smaller, like your example, can be much more reliable. So it it yeah, and that's why
2: that's why Backblaze doesn't come out and say only buy Seagate hard drives or only buy Western Digital hard drives because there's so much variation between all of the different drives and all of the different lines that they they provide. So it's good to read the report and see exactly for the size you want what's going to have the best. The best likelihood of not failing on you, which is never a guarantee with these platter drives, they are eventually going to fail. It's just a matter of how soon.
0: Yeah. No, great, great pick. Great pick. And especially tying it into the Synology and, you know, and some other, you know, some of the other options out there because you're, you're going to buy raw hard, hard drives for those no matter what. Yeah. And even if even if you get just like a, one of the drive toasters, uh, you know, and it's that's not exactly the best thing for constantly accessing things, but it's a great great way to archive stuff. So
2: yeah, no OWC the G RAID from OWC is a great way to create a simple RAID drive using these bare hard drives. You can give yourself a a thirty terabyte desktop drive with with like RAID one for you know five hundred bucks. So. Yeah, toasters are a great idea too.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I think this is a great gift
1: idea, and you, you don't even need to understand what it is that you're getting, f- at, or or giving as the gift, because you just know that uh, the person you're buying it for is the kind of person that uh, that has a use for mm-hmm. a sixteen terabyte drive. Yeah, it's yeah that this this is. Uh, uh, a really great idea. Hey, thanks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice, nicely played. Nicely played, Andrew. You are uh, you're getting the last pick in um, for this round. What do you got?
3: Uh, all right. So, um, I think uh, keeping up on your mental health is very important, especially in the last couple of years. That's been rough on all of us. And an app that I started using, I've only been using it for a week now. It's one of the more popular meditation apps. It's called Headspace. And I think it's a really nice option to get started with. Yeah. Um, There's guided meditations. There are um, breathing exercises, a bunch of different ways to help you de-stress and maintain focus. Um, You can meditate with friends. I think there are even live sessions with like other users around the world that you can do. Um, like I said, it's only been a week that I've been using it, but I, I feel like it's already starting to help me just focus and stay calm throughout certain parts of the day. Um, I think it's kind of a downside. To me, it's kind of a pricey subscription it is um, like thirteen dollars a month. I think the yearly option is about seventy. But if if people think that it's worth it to try out, then yeah, I think it's you should
2: check it out. They also and and I've been using Headspace for a couple of years now, and my oh. most used feature is their sleep meditations. They have a bunch of. Uh, meditation's designed, they give you some breathing exercises to go into it. And then they basically take you on uh, like a visualization that you are meant to fall asleep to. Uh, And, and the voice just kind of gets quieter over time. And then ends up just with like, uh, soundscape sounds, and then it fades out. And it's designed to within 15 minutes, like, you're supposed to be asleep, and it just kind of like lulls you into sleep. And that has been really useful for me.
3: That's cool. I haven't tried that part yet with the sleep options. Yeah,
2: it's good. Yeah,
0: and I'll do a full disclosure here. Headspace uh, did sponsor Mac Voices for a while, so I tried it out. And the thing that I liked about it, um, and no disrespect intended to anybody's preferred meditation methodology, but I didn't feel like there was a lot of baggage that came with with, with the meditation, that you could get started and see some benefits from it without having to, you know, Don robes or chant right. things or whatever. Ascribe um, to
2: any any world views. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: And and you know and, and again you know hey if that's your thing that's great but this kind of just really was okay we're here to meditate and that's what we're going to do and and that too sounds like you know uh I, I, what does that sound like I mean that sounds like almost like directed meditation or be your, or being ordered to, med- to meditate that's not it, it. Is, it's just they, they just peeled away everything and said, Okay, this is what we're gonna do and we're gonna the, help you do the,
2: it. The commonly understood understood term for it is mindful meditation, which takes away any idea of like Zen or or uh like uh any uh Indian connotations to like what used to be considered meditation, and it's very much mm-hmm. a uh it's a it's a meditation that finds you where you're at and it's you could almost leave the word meditation out, and it's just about learning to be quiet and still and recognize your thoughts and not be consumed by your thoughts. And yeah, it's it's just good mental health.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good pick, Andrew. Really good pick. Uh an unusual pick, but I like it. Thanks. I like it. Um I was going to end big, and I think I'm going to end small, um, because actually this this pick was inspired by a a Mac Voices Live discussion we just had last night. I've been using these devices for literally years, and I forget about them. And we were talking about the new Apple TV box that has come out, and one of the panel members was grousing about the fact that it's not a stick, and you can't plug it in. You've got to find some ways to put your Apple TV Callie. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, and I've mine are in use, and so I'm not taking them off. But if it's it's a shelf for your flat screen TV that sits on top of your flat screen TV, and the way it works, oh, is, you've shown me this before. These yeah, are really cool. These are really cool. The way you use it, it has a little lip that hooks over the top of your TV, and then it has two legs that go down that can be adjusted so that. What, whatever whatever your the back of your TV looks like and you, and folks you'll see this uh the in the video version I'll have the images up um but the legs adjust so it doesn't matter if your if the back of your TV is flat if the back of your TV is really curved or humped or even if if the two sides are a little bit different the two legs uh adjust independently so that you can get a nice level surface these are not big although you can get large ones that'll go across the the top of very, pretty, some pretty large TVs but the one that I'm putting in here is 8.5 inches by 4.5 inches. So it's not a big shelf, and it they don't weigh anything significant, so we're not risking your your TV. But it's a g- great place if you have a cable box to get it up off and where you can hit it with a remote um, or the Apple TV, same thing. Um, it, it goes up there, you know, just fine, um, and it just gives you back that space that, you know – if, if you're old enough to remember the, the, you know, the old tube TVs, you had enough space up there to put a VCR. And if you don't know what a VCR is, then you're really old. Um, <laughs> but, you know, th- th- we lost that when we got flat screens. And this gives gives it back to you, doesn't take up a lot of space, but gives you usable space where you need it for those kind of devices. And they're cheap. I mean, depending on which one you get you can go anywhere from seven bucks up to like 25 bucks if you want a really large one but this, I, I encourage everybody to check it out
2: this requires some space behind the tv though like you couldn't use that on a wall mounted uh, um,
0: display probably not if your wall mount is is too tight Brett. if it okay but but a lot of the wall mounts i see Now, depending on what, again, what size your TV is, but, um, you know, they have the arms that will extend your, your TV out just a little and let you angle it. And that should be enough. That should be enough. Yeah.
2: That's, that's what I've got. That would be handy. I had one of those that was like, uh, a case that stuck to the back of the TV for the Apple TV. Uh, it had like four pads that, that always fell off and I tried replacing the adhesive multiple times and it always fell off. So something that actually hooked on and created a shelf. Could be ideal that that would fix the issue. Yeah. the The problem with those, uh, it's like double stick
1: adhesive mm-hmm. uh, strips, is yeah. that the uh, activator to release them th- is heat. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I. You know. I. Double stick tape has become such a big thing, and it's great until you have to take it off. Or until like this, you know, until you want to put it on something that gets warm. Um, I, I just, yeah, somebody please engineer things just a little bit better. So, hey, hey, Chuck, um, yeah. I went to add
1: a, uh, an idea to your pick, which is that okay. don't limit how you think about this as something that you use with the television. If you have stuff that needs to sit up at the top of your computer display use it for that too, because the, if you, if you have a flat panel display for your computer sitting on your desk, you can just pop it on the top of that too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've known people that use that for their webcam setup so that, you know, it's if they don't have a built-in webcam or they want to have a better webcam, they just get one of these and drop it on there and it does its thing. So, um, yeah, I like I say, I it's one of those things. You know, you got them; they solved a problem, and then you forget about them because they're just always there. So nice, love it, yeah, guys. That's a bunch of good picks. Thank you all um, for for taking the time. Uh, I love it when you know we sometimes get the gift guides, and and they're they're legitimate. You know, they're they're the obvious picks. Um, you know, like buy a ham. Well, that's that's good, but that really doesn't help. So. <laughs>
2: Can I just say Brett, that I feel bad game. for all of the gift guys that have to follow this one. <laughs> good good luck to everyone else is what I'm saying.
0: We'll, so, well see, Brett. Right? That, incl- that includes me because I've got to come up with <laughs> gift for I each know. one. So it's, <laughs> it's a real problem. It's a real problem. <laughs> hey, let's go around the room. I want to let folks know where they can find you when you're not here picking uh, gifts for the holidays. Um, So we'll just keep the same order if that's okay. Uh, Jeff, what uh, is the best place for folks to connect with you?
1: Well, when I'm not coming up with new ways to spend Chuck's money, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, Jay Gamut on, uh, well, basically everything. And uh, most Tuesdays with you, Chuck on Mac voices live. And then most Thursdays on in touch with iOS, uh, Dave Ginberg show. And then uh, the Mac show on Fridays. Oh, and the big show on Thursdays. And then the context machine with Brian Chaffin. Because apparently Brian and I still can't get enough of each other.
0: In other words, Jeff never sleeps. <laughs> this is what it amounts to.
1: Yeah, I need to start uh, working more with headspace. Yeah. There you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> uh, Brett, I've I've kind of lost track of all of your projects. What what are your current set of projects?
2: well so you can always find everything about me at brett that's three t's in the middle um uh but i am t t s c o f f t t scoff on every possible social media platform and uh my only podcast right now is overtired which you can find on any podcast platform or at overtiredpod.com. dot com and that's with uh christina warren and we have recently added jeff severns Gunzel as a third co-host and that's covering a lot of mental health adhd bipolar and pop culture and tech stuff uh it's it's become a really
0: great show that i'm really proud of that's awesome that's great that's great that's quite a mixture of topics but yeah, with you, I know. With, with you guys, it works. You know, it it would absolutely work. <laughs>
2: you, you get three ADHD hosts together. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a mixed bag for sure.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks so much for being here. It's great to see you. Yeah, thank you. Andrew Orr, who is taking the uh the tech journalism world by storm. Uh, where, <laughs> where can folks uh, find you?
3: Uh you can find me writing over at AppleInsider.com where, you know, I've been busy since yesterday, we got a new Apple TV, new iPads. Um, so we've been having fun with that. And on for the social medias, you can find me mostly on Twitter. My username is at Andrew or not. I kind of tweet random things. I think I tweet a lot of music that I'm currently listening to. So check that out if you're interested.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, definitely check out some of Andrew's uh, things. He's He's turned me on to some bands that I didn't know, and he's also disturbed me with some bands that he likes. So (laughs) it cuts both ways. (laughs) Guys, thanks again. Happy holidays.
1: You too, Chuck. Oh, and happy holidays to you, Chuck.
0: Yeah, I know. Happy holidays. It feels just a little early, but we got to get in the spirit, right? (laughs) That's right. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Uh, we do these gift guides throughout the holiday season. We will be back with a lot more soon because we have a lot of our friends who like to spend my money, unfortunately. <laughs> um, check Please check the show notes for the links to these and for the, the master page on the, the Mac Voices site and to the Flipboard magazine. Everything will be right there. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching.